This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hello, so this is another solo episode from me and I have another Amazon episode for you today. So I really wanted to record this episode because I want to touch on something that people can find surprising and really frustrating about selling on Amazon. And then I want to give you some practical tips and advice on how to handle it. So I've not really been shy at sharing that Amazon can be a hard marketplace to sell on for lots of reasons. Um, I won't go into all of those reasons today, but I mean, I think it's fair to say that lots of things can go wrong and sometimes things do go wrong. And most people who sell on Amazon will come against will come up against issues from time to time. And today what I want to talk about is how to resolve issues with selling on Amazon, particularly if you're just starting out. Because I think when you're in those early days and you you know perhaps you don't feel that confident about what you're doing anyway, perhaps it's completely new to you. It can be a real knock when things get hard and things don't work out as as you expect them to and as they should. So today I'm going to be really honest about some of the things that can go wrong when you get started and what you can do to overcome them or perhaps even avoid them. If you are wanting to learn how to navigate Amazon Seller Central, this really won't be the right episode for that. I do offer one-off training sessions on how to use Amazon Seller Central if that would help you, but to be honest there is far too much to cover here and it's really best if I can deal with your specific questions or issues. Um, so you can book in a session with me via the link in the show notes or via vickyweinberg.com. So that's V-I-C-K-I-W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G.com. We are going to be talking a lot about using Amazon Seller Central today. But in terms of how you actually set up an account or how you actually set up a listing, that's definitely something that's best to handle um, for you directly because it's much too big a topic to cover on a podcast so the part let's talk about the reason for this episode sometimes I feel people really don't believe me when I tell them how bad an experience dealing with Amazon seller support and Amazon in general can be as for Amazon customers it's usually pretty good but I mean you see all sorts of issues you know you get issues you you raise a case with the seller support who are like the customer service team and quite often it seems like maybe they haven't read your question or they haven't looked at the background or the response you get might seem like it's a bit of a template response, you know, something that doesn't reply, 
apply directly to you. Um, and to be fair, I'm assuming that they are super, super busy, but Marcella's that really doesn't help us. Um, to give you a real example of this, I recently started working with a new client and the brief was to set up his listings on Amazon. And I'm not going to lie when I tell you it has taken us about five weeks to get all of his listings set up and looking as we wanted to. And um, first of all, I should say that that's rare. That doesn't happen all of the time. Um, sometimes, you know, in fact, most of the time I can get everyone's listing set up and they're fine. But there were lots of things that went wrong. So just to give you a bit of background, he used to sell these products a long time ago and it seemed like Amazon had retained all of the old data. So when we were trying to set up the listings with nice newly written titles and product descriptions, they didn't want to accept all of those. For some reason, they did some but not others. Um, they wanted to use a sort of different older listings they had retained in their system rather than the lovely new professional photographs we were adding. And it, I'm not going to lie, it took so much time to get it set up. And at first, I think he probably maybe felt it was me but um luckily could see sort of um the the emails flying back and forth between me and seller support and realize actually it was something their end but um it felt like at every step there was another hurdle so yeah it really can happen and even if you're really competent on amazon and you really know what you're doing as i consider myself to be um sometimes things do not go as you'd expect them to and it's absolutely no fault of your own and I should probably say now that this isn't actually meant to be a negative episode. Um, it's actually quite the opposite. I just want to share with you the fact that things, you know, issues do arise when you start selling on Amazon and just kind of give you some advice on how to deal with them. Because one thing that I see is people giving up completely because things get really hard um, things go wrong it can be hard to get them fixed they're going back and forth on emails perhaps trying to get issues resolved and then they just give up and go do you know what this isn't for me um, and I really think that doesn't have to be the case also I should say I don't mean to scare you everything I share that can go wrong can also be fixed and I'm going to tell you how it can be fixed because I think lots of you know that I genuinely believe Amazon can be a great place to sell and if Amazon is a really good fit for your product and you know that's where your customers are I think it would be a real shame for you to give up because you've had a bad experience either with getting your listing set up or with the support you've had from Amazon Sell Essential support. So let's talk briefly about what kind of issues can arise when you start selling on Amazon. So I'm just going to give you a list of things I've either seen or experienced myself. And I'm not talking about the big things here. I'm not talking about things that, you know, could potentially get your account closed down. I'm just going to talk about the smaller things that can prevent you from getting started or really knock you if you've just started selling and then something goes wrong. Because um, I'm thinking that possibly, quite possibly you might be in that situation and I'm really hoping that what I share here will make you feel, I don't know, but maybe a bit better that this isn't just you. These things, you know, are quite common as I deal with so many accounts and work for so many sellers every week. Um, a lot of what I'm sharing here is common. There's very few things I've seen only happen to one person. And also, as I say, give you some advice on what you can do yourself to resolve this. So I hope this gives you lots of confidence. So some of the things that can go wrong is you might find out that the product or category that you want to list your product in is restricted and you need to get approval to create listings. Um, that generally isn't a 
problem or an issue but it's something that might take a little bit longer so it could be an issue if you've only given yourself a few days let's say to get your account set up and you think oh gosh this is going to add another two or three days onto my timeline so I'll say right straight now give yourself as much time as you can to get yourself set up knowing that things sometimes do go wrong and even if things go brilliantly worst case scenario is you have your account and your listings all set up a little bit early and then you've got the peace of mind that that's done so give yourself enough time so you might have issues with setting up your product listing for example some issues with barcodes I think I've mentioned before that any barcodes that you use if your product does indeed need barcodes and we'll come on to that in a moment but if your product does need to have barcodes you need to purchase those barcodes from GS1 um that's the place where that's the only place Amazon accepts barcodes from so please bear that in mind um but you can still even with that have issues so for example very recently I worked with a seller who created a new listing and Amazon said well you can't use that barcode because that's registered to another product and it turns out that another company had used her barcode how Amazon allowed that to happen who knows um it took me weeks to get that sorted out despite the fact clearly you know the lady I was working with was, wasn't in the wrong in any way someone else had used her barcode about her knowledge um not her fault possibly not even the fault of the person who did it maybe they I don't know let's let's assume they mistyped a digit or something let's hope they weren't doing anything malicious but it did take us a couple of weeks and prevent us from launching because we couldn't obviously until we sorted that out so maybe you're using wording in your product listing or title that's quite similar to another listing and Amazon mistakenly thinks it's the same product. Again, it's something that you can resolve, but it can be annoying. Um, maybe it's issues of the brand. So for example, maybe the brand name you're using already exists, or maybe you haven't typed your brand name in exactly as you registered it, or it doesn't match the one you submitted when setting up your account. So these really small things do matter. Maybe the product text you're submitting isn't displaying as, as you send it in, or perhaps it's not updating. So let's say that you set up some dummy listings just to make sure you had them there and maybe you just put some placeholder text. Now you want to add your real text, but your real text isn't getting accepted. That's something that can happen. Maybe your listings are suppressed or inactive because you haven't filled in a field that you need to fill in. So whether it's ingredients, if you're selling like a grocery product, or maybe it's dimensions for another product or, you know, material, if you're selling clothing, whatever it is, it might be that you've missed out a field and so your listings have been suppressed. Or maybe it's because you're using wording that you can't actually use on Amazon. Um, maybe your images aren't updating or Amazon are randomly using other incorrect images on your listing. Again, I saw this happen to a client recently who sold a product in two versions. Like um, it was the same product, there were two variations of it basically, and Amazon was showing the same picture for both, even though they definitely had different distinct images. Um, they don't really explain why they do these things because when you submit images for your products they then tell you on that page actually we're going to use the images we feel are most appropriate and in this case they decided that the images that were most appropriate weren't the right ones um quite bizarre does happen but can be sorted um maybe you're actually having issues with, with getting your account set up so for example with getting everything validated um something that i see fairly often is sellers set up their account 
and then they leave it for a little while because maybe they set up their account well ahead of time and then a month later they think okay I'm going to set up my listings now and then Amazon say oh hang on you want to set up listings we need to do some more validation before you can do that so while I say give yourself plenty of time do do that but also you know aim to set up your listings and then sorry aim to set up your account and then set up your listings pretty much straight afterwards because that way if you are asked for any additional information so sometimes they might want you to provide some sort of id sometimes they might want to do a quick call with you to prove that you are who you say you are you just get all of that out of the way and then you might get issues of other sellers listing your products and then making changes to those listings that you haven't approved um again if these are your own products you will be able to get around it it's just a bit of a pain and a hassle. Everything I've outlined above can be fixed, just to give you, you know, just to let you know. So if you're experiencing any of these things or even something else, these can all be fixed. Don't panic. So let's talk a little bit about what you can do to prevent some of these things going wrong. I can't promise, <laughs> this is my disclaimer here, and I can't promise that if you do all of these, nothing will go wrong. Um, but we're going to sort of reduce the risk, shall we say. So the first thing that you can do is know what you need to set up your Amazon selling account, to set up your product listings and start selling on Amazon. So, you know, know what you need to have to hand to get all of this done. I do have a free guide that contains all of this. And if you'd like that, you can get it via the link in the show notes or you can go to vickyweinberg.com forward slash free resources and download it from there research what else is my second point is research what else you might need up front and get it ready so for example do you need approval to list your product do you need approval to list in the category you want to list in all of this you can find out on amazon's external site but to be honest you can probably just google it um are you looking to send in stock for fulfilled by amazon and if so do you need say three data sheets do you need approval to sell the product so let's say you're selling a product that isn't actually yours maybe it's another branded product but you're going to be send selling it under your own account or do you need a barcode exemption for example maybe you sell products that don't require barcodes so you're going to need to apply for an exemption when you sell on Amazon um, an example of this is I just helped someone set up some products that are actually bundles and for bundles you don't need a barcode because the bundle consists of lots of different products all nicely packaged together so there isn't actually a barcode for that and so that client we had to apply for an exemption and that just takes an extra couple of days it's it's definitely possible to do but I guess if you do the research in advance and as I say some half an hour to an hour on google you can find a lot of this out um, if you're not sure get in touch if you need some help i can help you um, but just know just just be prepared for what you need what you need to have and then that will also give you a sense of how long things will take and as i said earlier my third piece of advice is be prepared for the initial setup to take a bit longer than expected so just build in some time um i've had people contact me in the past who say oh vicky my product is going to be ready to launch next Tuesday and I need to get everything set up on Amazon and then I panic a little bit because um, sometimes that can be okay you know if they've already got their account set up and it's all verified and nothing goes wrong with you know the listing sometimes that can be okay assuming I've got availability that is but sometimes if things aren't okay or maybe they don't have everything that they need or perhaps we come across a little issue then you know sometimes that milestone isn't hit so please give yourself as much time as you can 
So now, now this is the thing I hope is really useful. Um, let's, let's stop talking about what can go wrong and all this doom and gloom and talk about what to do if things do go wrong. So the first thing to do is you, if you have any kind of issue is log it with Amazon seller support. So on, if you're logged into your Amazon account, there's a little button that says support on the top right of the screen. If you scroll all the way down, you can click on a button that says contact seller support. I suggest the first time you contact them, whatever your issue is, you do this in a written form and you really clearly set out what the problem is. I suggest that you always take screenshots of the issue you're facing if there are screenshots. So let's say you're trying to set up a listing and then you get an error message, take a screenshot. And if you can get the timestamp, so if your um, the computer you're working on has a has a time displayed on there if you can get that timestamp in the screenshots well that really helps because sometimes they ask for that and send these screenshots over when you set when you launch this initial case um the reason i say that is because you'll often ask for these further down the line so one of the first replies you might get back when you raise any cases that's great because we have a screenshot of the error if you haven't taken this screenshot in the outset you're then going to have to replicate whatever you were doing to generate the error in the first place which is just a waste of your time so when something goes wrong screenshot it right away and keep hold of the screenshot if when amazon sellers port come back to you they have a suggestion so let's say something you can do to fix it and if it sounds viable because not all of them are follow out in fact even if even if you're not sure then i guess you know assume that it is um follow out any instructions that they give you and of course, ask if you need clarity or anything. But for example, if you're asked to complete a flat file update, then do that and then report back. So say, okay, I've done what you asked, now what? Um, if you have been asked to, to submit a flat file update, don't worry if you don't know what that is, um, then report back with the batch ID as well if your issue still isn't resolved. Email can take a lot of time and back and forth. So something else you can do is get on a call or get on a chat, whichever you prefer. Um, do know that the person you speak with, whether it's phone or chat, might not be able to help you because most of the time cases are picked up by someone who's like first line support, which I guess is a bit of like a triage, and then your case gets passed on to a specialist. But it's a really good way of getting your case escalated, which I definitely recommend if you don't think you're getting the help you need. As I say, I do recommend that first of all, you put your case in writing. And that's because sometimes with chat or email, in my experience, sometimes basically what happens is if you raise a case in chat or email, at the end of that, the agent that you're speaking with then has to summarize your issue into an email, which then you then forward on to the relevant team to deal with and they copy you in on that. So many times when I've seen that email that's come out of the chat, I thought to myself, that isn't the problem, that isn't what I said, why does it say that? However, if you put, if you raise your case as an email initially, it's already there in writing and then you can say to the support agent, look, this is my issue, it's already in writing, here it is, can you help? So that is my top tip. And as I say, don't be scared to escalate. If you don't have the time or inclination to get on a call or a ca- or open a chat, then just go into your open case, hit reply and type something like, please escalate and then reiterate what your issue is. You can even copy and paste it. If your case gets closed, um, but there's no resolution, I suggest opening a new case right away. Politely complain about the fact 
your unresolved issue has been left unresolved or you can do it non-politely if you want but I always like to be polite and reference that case number of the case that got closed so that it can be investigated um sadly this happens more than I'd like to think where you think you're getting somewhere and then someone closes down the case and there's not an option to reopen it and you're just left stuck right from the beginning um really frustrating um which leads me on to be positive and be persistent it is frustrating it can take a long time to get a helpful response but please don't give up Um, something I often share with people is sometimes you can go back and forth back and forth back and forth and then it's like the right person picks up your email because remember it isn't the same person you're going back and forth with it's whatever support agent picks up that case and sometimes it can be like a miracle that you know suddenly the someone really helpful picks up your case and either they fix something for you or they give a you know really helpful response and suddenly it's over and it's okay and everything's fixed um that's amazing when that happens and it does happen um I guess that the you know the what I don't know if quality is the right word but the caliber of the person who's answering the case varies some people have probably been doing the job for a long time and are very knowledgeable others are perhaps you know maybe it's their first week they're not as sure um and of course you don't know who the person will be that will pick up your case so keep going keep going keep going until you find someone that can help and finally if it all gets a little bit much remember that I can take this off your hands um I don't actually like dealing with this any more than you do probably but I deal with so many cases that I've actually developed quite a thick skin plus I'm naturally very tenacious which I guess also helps um believe me I don't give up all the advice I give to you I am doing for other people constantly I'm always going back and forwards with emails and getting on chats and um, I'm very persistent and I always always get things resolved um and I have clients that will testify for that so it's not just me saying that um if you want some help you can get hold of me at vickyweinberg.com and of course that's in the show notes so two final things I just want to touch on one is you know I get asked a lot can I just phone Amazon seller central support can I can I just get on a phone call with someone well yes you can and well yes and no you can't call them but as I mentioned earlier you can open a case and ask them to call you which I think is the next best thing but as I mentioned earlier get your writing get your issue down in writing before you request a call because otherwise as I said you're leaving it to the agent you speak with to understand your issue correctly and you know write it down correctly before passing it on to someone else Um, there's a lot less confusion and it's a lot clearer if you do it yourself and you can do it straight afterwards by the way you can absolutely open a case via email go back into that case reply and ask for a call you can definitely definitely do that and the same with chat as well however with the chat even though the chat history is retained I still think it's always better to have an email record of your issue first of all and then the final thing I want to talk about is you, you, I don't you may be wondering this um, but something I do get asked quite a bit is why is the seller support so bad and I'll be honest I don't know I don't think it's that good I think it's getting a bit worse I know lots of you are finding the same um my thoughts on this and that is just my opinion is that maybe the person looking at your case is just like a first line support so maybe their role is just to assess cases and pass them to the relevant department you know like a bit like triage if you are unfortunate enough to go to A&E so they might just be you know literally reading your message replying if they think they can help um 
sometimes you get what looks like a template reply so perhaps they're trained you know if someone says this then this response and then sometimes you do find your case gets escalated as well or passed to the relevant department and that seems to be happening more and more so I think a lot of the issue is that the first person you speak to might not necessarily be trained to help you and of course that isn't their fault and that is why my advice is always to be polite and to be kind um if you know me you know that I'm being polite and kind is something that I do pride myself on so I always want to be polite and kind um because I genuinely don't think anyone wants to be unhelpful or bad at their job um I think it's just that their job is maybe not the job we wish it was and we wish we were getting hold of someone um who could actually assist you know initially but that that doesn't seem to be what happens um and my best advice is to follow the steps I've outlined here if you do get stuck with anything don't get disheartened don't give up and if you really do get to your wits end and you think oh this is just too much get in touch and I can help you um but I really help hope that I've given you a little bit of confidence um so that you can deal with lots of these things on your own and of course I hope that nothing ever ever goes wrong for you um but you know I like to be honest and um you know I don't want to pretend everything's all sunshine and roses when it isn't and I really hope that you've picked up something today that you will find useful So I hope that's helped. Take care, have a lovely week and I will be back with another episode next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please do leave me a review. That really helps other people to find this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and do tell your friends about it too if you think that they also might enjoy it. You can find me at vickyweinberg.com. There you'll find link to all of my social channels. You'll find lots more information, all of the past podcast episodes and lots of free resources too. So again, that's vickyweinberg.com. Take care, have a good week and see you next time. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.